years taste so great, we'd love to have you bring a date. Come try Ted's Fish Fry, grilled burgers and chip steak. Mm-hmm. Just taste our yummy shakes. I'm not just fish fries down for Lazo. And I'm hot dogs and meat sauce, Caitlin K. And this is Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into the fascinating world of local radio jingles. And this week, is it's not an exception. It's not? From before. For, for sure? Um, I checked uh, recently, and it's... No, it is not an exception. It is no exception. That's true. Well, uh, I'm excited to be back after such a, uh, a long layoff from recording our previous episode. Uh, not... <laughs> Five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, we're st- stacking them deep and selling them cheap. It's true. You know, and to pull back the curtain again, people, we, we tend to record two episodes at a time, so we don't have a ton to remind you of, or, or, or rather, you know, catch you up on. Um, but we will take a moment to remind you, I should say, that uh, that we are going to have that live episode coming up at Indian Ladder Farms, August 19th. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet. It is from 12 to 1 in beautiful Altamont, New York. Come enjoy the farm, the delicious treats, and come to meet us because we're great and you can hear us, see us, and feel us. And also, if you have a jingle that you would like to share, we can talk about it on the air. Oh, oh, I like that. Because we care. I like, oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. you went a little too far on that one. But, um, but no, I like that rhyme scheme. That was really good. Yeah, uh, 42 Altamont Road in Altamont, New York, which is just west of albany if you're kind of uh trying to figure out where we are geographically for this one um come early if you're gonna sign up to to you know give us a jingle on the air uh, be prepared to talk about it give us some context and then also bring a recording of it don't be like hey can you dig dig this up for us we're not going to dig it up for you you have to give it to us right on the spot yeah it's uh it has to be on something we can play and no we are not doing Gaslight Village. Bodiodo, Bodiodo. We love Bodiodo. Bodiodo does not a jingle make. So my mother-in-law pitched um, uh, a great jingle to me earlier tonight uh, when we were talking about jingles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Shats Stationery. Oh. Shats. When you got a stationery, you got a Shats. I guess so. And, uh, and, and then we went on this long tangent about shatting and shats and mm-hmm. and we were all eating dinner at the time it was it was very appetizing we'll give you the shats um but i guess shats was a stationary store in, in colony center which is a one of the malls in uh, in albany new york and i guess they had a jingle so i've never found it if you have found the shats jingle and you want us to talk about it this is your opportunity bring it to the indian ladder farms live show on august 19th sign up talk about it we'll we'll review it on the air whether we like it or not we're going to talk about it and uh and we'll have some fun we're also going to talk about obviously everything that uh that indian ladder farms themselves has brought to the table in terms of jingles and we'll we'll interview a couple people on mm-hmm. on uh, on the air as well and i'm sure uh, i'll have a cider or a beer or several of both from baby animal days to pickle fest we will talk about all the jingles i'm assuming that shats is s-c-h-a-t-z yeah yeah that's correct Uh, and i didn't know how to spell it but it was spelled for me in exactly that manner so i guess that's the right way to spell it when you don't have a dirty i will write it down and a month from now i'll surely remember why i wrote shats question mark (laughs) on my notebook if you do find shats save it for indian ladder farms because we don't know like people might not show up and well they might not show up at all but we're still going to record an episode, but mm-hmm. we might run out of stuff to talk about. So, you know, if you have a couple, Caitlin, you want to keep uh, on the ready just in case we don't get, um, you know, the submissions that we need to give you a full hour episode, folks, then uh, that's not a bad thing. I have a bunch. I have the whole list of four that I sent you that you didn't like any of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were, we were talking about what episode to do next, and you sent me four or five. Yeah. And represents quite a few minutes of my time well on youtube wasn't it nice of me to give you the time of day and listen to them before i rejected them instead of being like i don't like the sound of any of those i believe you said none of these thrill me (laughs) (laughs) well they didn't thrill me um but uh, there was actually one that i found very entertaining i smiled like hell and i even giggled Mm -hmm. while listening to but it, it was not worthy of an episode it was it was it was so bad it was good. It was one of those situations. If we can find a couple like very bad 
jingles, we could probably do a couple like that. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I was thinking it might be fun to do a like a parody episode sometime where we find mm-hmm. parodies of radio jingles um, and and play those and, and talk about, you know, what went into them. Like, hey, they, they made this joke or they or they, you know, use this format because this is typical. I don't know. It could be entertaining mm-hmm. and, and we'll probably get some laughs out of it that way. Um, this isn't really a jingle, but you know Weird Al Yankovic, right? You've heard I've, of him. I believe I've heard I think of we, Weird I think Al we've Yankovic. been to a Weird Al concert together, yeah. if uh, memory serves. And uh, Weird Al had put out a movie called UHF in uh, the late 80s. And it was just, it was before its time, or ahead of its time, I should say, but lots of um, like skits throughout the, you know, parodies of movies. And then they had a parody of a commercial for a business called Spatula City. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And the whole time there's a, a pretty tasty hi-hat going, like, spatula city, spatula city, we have spatulas. And they go on, and it's just a long commercial with a hi-hat of people talking about how this this warehouse or this outlet has nothing but spatulas, you know, buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for one penny, blah, 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 blah. And at the end, they have a little spatula city ditty, is what I'll call it at the end. But it's not a full jingle. I don't think it would qualify based on our existing rules. Itty Bitty Diddy Committee. Yes, the Itty Bitty Diddy Committee uh, was in full force when writing this. So it's very funny. I love it. It's on the, the soundtrack, the official soundtrack mm-hmm. for the movie, um, and it's in the movie itself. But um, not really a jingle, but that's when I heard that, and, and I've heard it many times over my lifetime because I love Weird Al, I thought, oh, wouldn't it be fun to do a, a parody episode? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's stuff out there. Like, like when we found the Cleveland uh, tourism episode yes. or Cleveland tourism uh, video song, that was a ton of fun for me. So, um, all right, Indian Ladder Farms, Saturday, August nineteenth. There, we said it. We hope to see you there. Uh, that will be our next episode. Mm-hmm. So next time you hear from us, we'll have recorded it live. Be there or be square. Maybe with you. Maybe with you. Maybe you're going to be part of the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe you will knock one of us out of the hosting she- uh, seat, and uh, and then. Whoa. you'll never hear from us again like I, if somebody comes up and does a better job than me like ryman richie phillips i'll be like okay ryman richie you're in like i'm retired you're the new co-host you and caitlin can go off and live a beautiful life together and i'll just watch from afar smiling knowing that i had a good run and you can pay me for my seat <laughs> i will accept <laughs> payoffs for every episode, you would like to be in my place. I mean, based on how hungry I know you are because you skipped dinner to record these podcasts. Very hungry. It probably won't cost much. Like, we're talking about no, maybe a couple things off of a dollar menu at any given fast food chain. Or, or do you want something a little higher end? Um, let's shoot for the moon. I would like a meal at a sit-down restaurant. Well... Or it's equivalent value. <laughs> well, one restaurant you can sit down for, mm-hmm. and you can even order what's called a chipped steak. They have chairs there, yeah. At this restaurant. Um, it's called Ted's Fish Fry, and that yeah. happens to be the advertiser uh, that we'll be talking about today, or rather we'll be speaking about their jingle. They chipped it real good for you. Caitlin, uh-huh. have you ever been to Ted's Fish Fry? Nope, but I've seen them. There was one uh, where I used to live near Cahos, uh, going out of Cahos into Waterloo. I think was mm-hmm. the one. Almost. That's the original one, I think. Uh, I remember driving some colleagues somewhere to a meeting, and they said, "Can we please, please stop at Ted's Fish Fry?" And they went in and got fish fry, and I was horrified. Like, is that what you want? Um, but I've never, I've never been there. I don't. Really like fish fry. I was going to say, as hungry as you are right now, would you accept like a fish fry dinner, a combo meal with like the fish fry, the coleslaw, and some french fries perhaps? It's the whitest food. Everything, <laughs> the fish is white. It's a white fish, yeah. The french fries kind of white. The coleslaw kind of white. The hot dog bun, definitely very white. Maybe if it's like a, a spicy Can they make it? Do they have uh, spices at Ted's? They have chili sauce. It's like a red sweet tomato sauce that goes on top of the fish fry but a a spice like one grinds up and flavors food with there's probably i'm sure there's spices in the batter like we have salt and pepper (laughs) yes absolutely with something called olive oil Mm -hmm. made from olives (laughs) yeah so yeah very fancy came from italy um i might i might take a bite never been a huge fish fry fan well they have a lot more than just 
just fish fry. Uh, the jingle, the jingle when you reveal, hear it. The jingle reveals all, and we'll get to it in a minute. Hot dogs, um, meat sauce. I'd like to talk a little bit about this advertiser, though. In fact, mm-hmm. and I mentioned this on our last episode, recorded oh so many minutes ago, mm-hmm. that there's a Ted's Fish Fry right next to my office uh, where we record this podcast. So, you know, a more athletic person than I could throw a football and hit a Ted's Fish Fry. Uh, from we here. could walk right over there and demand to speak to Ted. Yes, I could bring the football over and just like slam mm-hmm. it on the counter and be like, there, there's your football. Now give me a fish fry. Does that want to speak to Ted? Is Ted here? Is Ted His is... name's on the building. Is Ted's fish fry? I want to speak to Ted. It's like that episode of, I mean, this is not a hip reference, but when I was in college, it was a cool show, Family Guy, um, where Peter goes to, like, goes down south to Kentucky to a KFC and mm-hmm. he wants to speak with Colonel Sanders and he's like is the colonel here and the guy's <laughs> like he's not here he's dead and he's like the colonel where's the colonel <laughs> well you're probably going to tell me if there is currently a Ted I mean yeah they're the founder of Ted's and I'll get mm-hmm. into the history now that's a great uh, segue because that's how we do it on this show uh, this is how we do it all right. Um, so Ted's Fish Fry uh, was founded by Ted Deeb. That's D as in David, E E B as in boy. Um, D E E Deeb. D E E B. Okay. Deeb. So Ted Deeb. Ted Deeb. A real guy founded Ted's Fish Fry. Um, Ted, at an early age, was diagnosed with a heart condition, according to the history on their website. Mm-hmm. And this is all according to the history on their website. And so he was pulled out of school naturally. They're like, why would we? waste our time educating somebody who might have their last heartbeat at any given moment. Mm -hmm. So they kicked him out of school or or he withdrew from school. I don't know how things worked in the thirties or forties. Thirties. Oh yeah. Definitely the 1930s is I think when, when things kicked off. Um, But he was uh, the son of a Lebanese immigrant um, living in Troy, New York, you know, just outside of Albany, Mm -hmm. you know, here in the capital region. Um, He wanted to make a living. So he started selling knickknacks uh, for, I think, his father's business. Eventually, he gets a $300 loan from his sister, and he opens up an open-air uh, fruit stand. And uh, apparently, I mean, $300 back in, in the 30s and 40s, big gamble for the family. He succeeds, mm-hmm. makes some money, starts traveling the world, or by the world, I mean maybe the Northeast uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the East Coast, and he discovers this delicious fried chicken stand on the side of the road and he, he's so infatuated with the breading on the chicken the batter that they must have used he talks with the chef convinces the chef to give him the recipe he brings it home starts experimenting with the batter starts making onion rings and finally fish fry so he kind of i, I won't say he steals it but he was inspired by this recipe to create this iconic batter that you know is what sets his fish fry apart from i guess other fish fry places and i won't say they're a dime a dozen but there definitely are other fish fry places uh both in this area and definitely in the northeast like Um, what though what do you mean what's another fish fry place i can't name one so in clifton park which is where our office is and where we record there was a place called harbor house and that's uh over there oh that i've been to yeah but harbor house recently closed and then reopened as another fish fry place oh okay um oh gosh there was one in east greenbush feel bad for not knowing its name but it was Ted's is the only one that I've like sort of seen well there's one in East Greenbush exit 9 off of uh route or not route uh, interstate 90 Uh and I used to know the name of it and it was it was like a standalone location that was really good and then Caitlin do you remember near the New York News Publishers Association on Colvin Avenue there was a fish fry place that they knocked down maybe 10 years ago um right on Central Ave kind of across from Taco Bell slash Long John Silver's and they had like fried clams and fish fries and, and it, was like it had a big iconic sign. Like wow. a one-off local. It was definitely was. And it had been around for like 60 years or whatever. And, and then they like the land was just too valuable. They're like, we're retiring. We're selling the land for two mil. Mm-hmm. Like we're out of here. Um, so there's places like that. But if you go to like Cape Cod or Long Island and stuff, like there's other one-offs. Mm-hmm. Um, we've spoken about Cape Cod with Thompson's Clam Bar and the other one. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So we just somebody's lobster house. Arnold's, Arnold's uh, yeah. was the insurrectionally delicious. <laughs> I went with my my sister and her family just a couple weeks ago, and 
they were out and nothing was open and the kids were going crazy and they came back and they're like, we had to get something like the kids had to eat. We didn't know where to go. We, we pulled into Arnold's. I'm so sorry. We got Arnold's and it was so, so good. They said it was the most delicious thing they ate on this entire one week trip. They're like, we feel very bad about giving them more money. They're like, it was an all cash business and you know, they're like avoiding taxes. Uh, but they, let's not besmirch the good name of Arnold's. I mean, everything is alleged. Why would you have an all cash business? I don't know. If not for some sort of tax shelter, what could possibly be the well, reason? Well, I mean, you save on credit card processing fees if everything is done via cash. I just don't. I don't want Mr. Arnold to be mad at us because my hope remains that someday he will send us the updated version of the Thompson's Clam Bar jingle that mm-hmm. he obtained the rights to when Thompson's Clam Bar closed. Yes. So I'm I'm holding out hope that this gentleman, Mr. Arnold, will send it to us. And I don't think that's going to happen if we start making wild accusations, Caitlin. Well, you know, take this for what it is, is that even though we did not want to go to Arnold's, uh, my family did and despite themselves said it was the most delicious thing that they ate. <laughs> okay. And did you eat it too? No. Okay. I was I was elsewhere. They came back and reported this shamefacedly that okay. Oh, so your family knew that it was a no-no. Yeah, I, um, I, I told them the story. Wow. They must have been very hungry, just like you are now. Oh, I would eat any sort of... Uh, I saw you eat a Reese's peanut butter cup from our our, our uh, Halloween bucket. Yeah, if you told me that Reese's cup had been at the Capitol on January 6th, it would be no less delicious. <laughs> I was so hungry. But that particular peanut butter cup was like... It was white. It was as white as E.T. when he's like in the creek uh, and he's like, he's dying. It was, <laughs> like that's what it looked like. As white as a dead E.T. It's almost dead E.T. And you ate it anyway. And I guess it tasted good because all those sweet, sweet preservatives just kept it uh-huh. <laughs> kept it uh, fresh as, um, uh, as it needed to be. It's keeping me going. Well, anyway, so Ted's Fish Fry, founded by Ted Deeb, the first location. Eventually, he turns this, mm-hmm. you know, this this fruit stand into a snack shop or a snack shack, if you will. And then in 1948, opens the first location in Watervliet, New York, which is kind of a city just outside of Albany. It's almost all part of the same city. It's mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't even know you've left the city of Albany. Um, when you entered Watervliet, it just feels kind of like part of the same area. Um, and it's, it's since expanded to several other locations. Uh, I think they currently have five, including one here in Clifton Park. It's Troy, New York. There's a bunch of them. Um, still family-owned. All the Deebs are still involved. So it's a family-owned business. They have expanded into burgers and salads and miniature hot dogs, which are very popular in this area. Hot dogs why and eat a meat full, sauce. Why eat a full-size hot dog with no meat mm-hmm. sauce when you can eat a smaller hot dog but with meat sauce on it? You can feel like a giant. You feel like a giant. Like I ate, you know, it's like eating White Castle burgers. Mm-hmm. You just something about that makes you feel better. You're like, I ate eight burgers today. You're like that shouldn't make you feel better. You should feel worse about yourself. But they're so small. You can get some sleep at night still. Teeny weeny weenies. Yeah, so they eat the teeny weeny weenies. Mm-hmm. Uh, mini hot dogs, homemade soups, uh, fish tacos, which is, a, I think, a more recent development. Um, you know, very hip to have tacos made out of fish. Mm. Um, and then the commercial mentions, mention, mentions um, milkshakes and chipped steak. Caitlin, I'm vegan. I don't know what that is. What is a chipped steak? I ha- okay. I actually collect cookbooks. <laughs> okay, wasn't sure what you were going to say next. Kind of like mid-century cookbooks from the 30s to the 70s, and I have seen recipes for chipped steak, and it's like sort of little chunks of meat, oh. and like that makes meat sound even worse. Do you know what like beef stroganoff looks like? Yeah, it sort of looks like that. Like there's a creamy sauce over little bits, and I think it's like the Maybe sort of less desirable pieces back when uh, you maybe couldn't afford real steak. You'd get like chipped steak. Government cheese. With sort of like a sauce on it. Like a Salisbury steak? Is that a chipped steak? I don't know what a Salisbury steak is. I remember, and this is the second time we're talking about lunchroom delicacies uh, or, you know, cafeteria delicacies uh, on this podcast recently. But they would have Salisbury steak day, and it was like... Mm -hmm. Very thin sliced steak with some sort of gravy on it, maybe. Sounds chip steak adjacent. Yeah. Um, They're definitely part of the same low cut of meat family. 
music. Who's that guy who sings like, I'm a way up Salisbury steak. <laughs> Peter Gabriel? Yes. My heart's going steak, steak, steak. <laughs> Clear the table. Daddy's coming home. Steak, steak, steak. Oh, Pass the A1. Uh, it's just pictures of meat. I don't want to show you that. Yeah, thank you. All right, so it's low-grade steak. It's kind of like the plywood of steak, I imagine. Like They're like, hey, we figured out we have all these scraps of steak meat. If we compress them together, you can have them still, and it's cheap for us and delicious for you is, is probably what a chip steak is. That's yeah, it seems like little little pieces dressed your way. I kind of picture actually corned beef. You ever have like like on, a, on a St. Patrick's Day, the way corned beef was kind of like little squares of beef i exactly know what you're talking about and it not i feel a little bit grossed out thinking about the way that the texture of corned beef yep and you know what i like i know what you're talking about I, listen, I, I don't eat meat at all and it it's especially gross for me but i also remember not being in love with what was going on when i was eating meat you know 10 years ago it's like the texture somehow molecularly changed <laughs> into sort of like bouncy shreds Exactly. So, so well, they got it. Chip steak. Yeah, chips. So they got the chip steak. They might even me- they mention it in the jingle, but maybe so they can rhyme with shakes. Maybe. That occurred to me that like, do you actually have chip steak, or do you need something that rhymes with milkshake? Only our audience will know for sure when they hear the jingle. Chip um, steak. Last thing that I'll mention on from the history portion of TedsFishFry.com, dot com, it says: Remember, we are not fast food. We are fresh food fast. So you know, they want you to know, hey, this is this is legit stuff. It's not frozen. They boast that they actually get their fish from Boston Harbor uh, mm-hmm. a few days a week, like three to four days a week. So, you know, I mean, we're not a coastal town at all here. So they actually send somebody out, you know, three hours uh, several times a week to go pick up fresh fish and bring it to all their locations. So, you know, it's, a, it's supposed to be, you know, a cut above, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They and they, they gut it. Oh, they gut it and clean it and mm-hmm. deep fry it too. I mean, you don't. We don't know the exact recipe, but we certainly know the process based on this jingle. We're going to listen to. We know what that fish goes through. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, you've never had any fish fry. I've had I've had fish fry. So, what was your preferred way of serving it up? Like, would you have the chili sauce? Would you have the tartar sauce? Would you do both? Well, um, as you know, I spent a lot of time in Western New York growing up and it felt like it was a big thing in western new york i don't know if it was like a holdover for from when people were more religious but it was like a big thing on friday people went out to get fish fry oh yeah and it was something that my grandparents still liked to do so every friday we would go out for fish fry and i never really loved it and it was sort of presented to us as like a treat Mmm, fish fry. We don't eat fried things at home, and uh, we certainly don't go out. And this it was just <laughs> sort of plain and white. And every once in a while, we'd switch up the places, and I'd get something that tasted pretty good. But it was just like it's kind of bland. Yeah, it's like a white fish. Like I don't, I don't think fish. the fish itself had much in the way of flavor. It was all the the oil and and various. I mean, things fried things are tasty, so yeah. that made it good. I remember it was always like a huge, huge piece. Like way longer than the hot dog bun it was sitting inside, right? Yes, and like a good two inches on the ends of it was just like a breading nugget. And they'd only give you a tiny little pot of tartar sauce. Oh, I know. I needed lots more of the tart. I'd be done with it before. So just tartar sauce or chili sauce as well? I was always double. I would double up. I'd want like a row of each, like a line of each substance on top of the fish fry in western new york if it's not white it doesn't go on the fish so it was only so the ever... red chili sauce didn't go on i never knew it existed no, oh, it was wow. not an option it is an option not right it next door just, it was just white and sometimes it didn't arrive at all and it was just <laughs> white 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 as a as a kid i'd always get the french fries over the coleslaw but sometimes it would come with both and the coleslaw juice would touch the fish and make the fish soggy oh yeah so remind me though so getting back to you eat fish on fridays because the catholic church said i mean you tell me 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to remember because I used to know all the rules. It's, I believe. You couldn't eat meat on Fridays, but they were like, well, fish doesn't really count as meat, so you can eat the fish. Yes, I believe that's what it was. Like, which is why McDonald's still has the filet of fish sandwich on their regular mm-hmm. menu. Like, nobody's like, I got to go to Mickey D's for some fish, but they're like, yeah, but you might if you morally have to, if you're obligated to, but you still need your fast food. You know. And maybe even if people don't eat meat every single day, it still became Friday was associated with, well, this is the day we go get the, the fish fry. Okay, yeah. But I, I know for a fact that like Ted's and other fish fry places like really lean into that. Like They, they stock up big on Fridays knowing that that's going to be their big day mm-hmm. because a larger percentage of the population goes to them for their going out to lunch needs that day. If it just happens you didn't brown bag it that day, you got to get something that's not meat, but God forbid you have a salad, so <laughs> you, you go and get yourself some fish fry. Growing up, I just thought it was like sort of a Western New York thing, mm-hmm. which it became because, of course, we weren't religious at all. And then I right. learned maybe that's where it that's where it came from, but it's still a big... I think it's in, it's not all year round, though. It's Lent. Oh, it's not all year round? I it's thought not, it was... No, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's a... So sometimes you can eat meat on Friday. Yeah, like right now is not Lent. But it just became an everyday thing. Every, every week, week thing. thing. Okay. Yeah, no, there's... I think in Lent, you give... Oh, boy, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this podcast because I don't Are remember Are you all the rules. a practicing Catholic who cares about these rules? Um, let us know. I'm going to... <laughs> but yeah, there was, there was a time of year up. on the Catholic Church calendar called Lent where you're supposed to, like, sacrifice something that you love, like give it up... You know, in the way that uh, maybe a saint would give something up. Um, so people would be like, I'm giving up beer for Lent. And then you just don't drink beer as a way to kind of sacrifice something you love during that time without like killing a loved one, for example. Here is what came up. I looked up, can Catholics eat meat on Friday? The U.S. Catholic Conference of Bishops, or USCCB, extended this law to include all Fridays in Lent since... This is gross. Since Jesus sacrificed his flesh for us on Good Friday, we refrain from eating flesh meat in his honor on Fridays. So apparently fish flesh is not flesh, and and that's why it's Mm -hmm. okay. And we sup not upon the flesh meat on Fridays in Lent. Exactly. So, So, But a lot of these businesses really lean into that because it makes sense. Stock up. Be ready for, mm-hmm. you know, the, the hordes of people who are hungry and are, want something fried still. Hungry. So so that's what's going on with Ted's Fish Fry. Um, they have a jingle. Let's hear it. They had a jingle. Uh, the one that we're going to look at, I believe, was from the 90s, maybe 80s. Uh, you can find it. It's labeled on uh, YouTube, Ted's Fish Fry, 50 Years with Jingle. So if it was 50 years from 1948, when they started, it, we're talking 1998. Mm-hmm. All right. So late 90s is, uh, is when this particular version of the jingle made the air. I don't know if they had jingles leading up to this. Hard to say, but this is the recording that we have. So here it is, Ted's Fish Fry, 50 years with jingle. We cut it, clean it, bread it, and cook it fresh. Not just fish fries. We have hot dogs and meat sauce, homemade rings and coleslaw. Seafood dinners taste so great. We'd love to have you bring a date. Come try Ted's Fish Fry, grilled burgers and chip steak. Mm-mm, just taste our yummy shakes. You'll love Ted's Fish Fry. From our family to yours, bringing you the freshest fish for over 50 years. Okay, Caitlin, first reaction to Ted's fish fry. Ooh. Um, it's grown on me in the couple times I've heard it. Nothing else? Nothing, you have nothing to say? I mean, any clever rhymes? Oh, okay. I do like the rhymes. I like uh, come grab the milkshakes with the chip steak, as we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh well, you should mention mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm, right between the like chip steaks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. taste of yummy milkshakes. Oh boy, hot dogs and meat sauce! Wow, it's kind of like a. It would be difficult even after listening to it for me to sing it back because I don't know if there's much of a tune, which is always sort of a it's yeah almost a rap, 
the people yeah, there's are some spoken word parts, but still in a weird version of harmony. Did like you a really, that? a really close harmony. Like a a lady singing the low part, a lady singing a high part, and then when they go to do the spoken part, they keep an equal distance away from each mm-hmm. other. So it's you know, very mm-hmm. skilled vocalists. Uh, there's like music frenetically in the background underneath the singers. Um, I don't like the way it sounds, but I like listening to all the names of the foods. You are very hungry. The foods rhyme. I like how the foods are listed and how I, uh, I've eaten several of that type. I got a bad case of the foods. <laughs> um, I, I did like the rhyming of hot dogs and meat sauce and coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Like, like, those are three things they don't rhyme, but they said it in such a way that they do. So that's a slant rhyme, and I've I've mm-hmm. I've mentioned my love for slant rhymes before. So that that's a win right there. Hot dogs, meat sauce, coleslaw. Uh, now this this particular video, and I know we aren't technically reviewing the video, but it actually gives you all the words on the screen. So they were they were pretty proud of what was going on in this one, you know. Which I appreciate. I like all the words. But I mean, it's it's not like oh, the person who put this on YouTube, you know, ten years ago or whatever. Um, or yeah, I guess 11 years ago at this point. Um, it's not like they put it in there for you. Like, Hey, this is what we think they're saying. Like the original ad, it's a television ad had the words, which means like, mm-hmm. they were like, Hey, these are good lyrics. You're going to want to read them so you can sing them at the water cooler at your office the next day, you know, as you are pitching where to get lunch, you know, for your working lunch. <laughs> it's the only jingle we've done that has gut it in it. Yeah, that was weird. Like again, they they talk about the process. Like we gut it, clean it, deep fry too. Everything's coming hot and fresh to you. you. I mean, I don't know if that's the lyric, but um, no mention of the fact that they go and get the fish from Boston Harbor. But it doesn't rhyme. What would if you had to write a song about a fish fry place and you wanted to rhyme with Boston Harbor? Like, what would you say? We go farther. Oh, that's a good one. Honor. Thy father. For your freshness, we go farther. A fish comes straight from Boston Harbor. Yeah. Uh, uh, the fish, it swims in the Atlantic. To get it, we are very frantic. <laughs> we grab it from the ocean deep and bring it to you before you sleep. <laughs> Thy soul to keep. Thy soul to keep <laughs> for all the days of your life. You you don't want like their competitors version. It's like we've got the fish to make you happy straight from the port of Albany. Like, mm-hmm. like oh no no, it's not. It good. comes right from the Hudson. <laughs> don't ask questions. One eyes, two eyes, three eyes, four. <laughs> <laughs> we pass the savings on to you. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. More. Yeah. More eyes, more <laughs> flavor. Um, it's, it's a cute one. You know, mm-hmm. it's cute. Um, I, I'd like to give it another listen. I feel like. Having not heard this one a lot, let me let me back up. Have you ever heard this in the wild? Do you remember it? I don't know. I don't think so. But I did. I have heard "Good Food Fast" or "Fresh Food Fast." I have heard that tagline before. Do you think that's like a generic one? Hmm. You know, where where anybody can say "fast," "good food fast," or "fast food fresh." I, I can't. It's a tongue I feel twister. like I've seen it in maybe like the Clipper magazine. Okay. Yeah, that, it coupons. might be it might be a slogan that they utilize in mm-hmm. print ads. It's a good point. Um yeah, I want to play it again. Um only 22 likes on this one and and 3100 views. Is one of them you? I didn't click like, but I've definitely viewed it a couple times. So, um it's not as beloved as as some like Waterslide World and mm-hmm. Catsco Game Farm and these other ones that we pr- uh you know, profiled in the past. Maybe it just didn't have the exposure. And that goes to say, like, hey, maybe they only did this for their 50-year anniversary and they mm-hmm. only ran it for six months or three months or a year or whatever, and then they're like, okay, let it go. Um, let, let's, let's give it another listen. Ted's Fish Fry, 50 Years with Jingle. We cut it, clean it, bread it, and cook it fresh. Not just fish fries. We have hot dogs and meat sauce, homemade rings and coleslaw. Seafood dinners taste so great. We'd love to have you bring a date. Come try Ted's Fish Fry, grilled burgers and chip steak. Mm-hmm. Just taste our yummy shakes. You'll love Ted's Fish Fry. From our family to yours, bringing you the freshest fish for over 50 years. 
It does say uh, on the on the screen. It does say like three to four times per week, fresh from Boston Pier. So, so they're pushing it, just not in the lyrics of the song. Um, what are you looking up? Ted's Fish Fry, so I can check the menu. Oh, you want to know what they have? I, I read a review in the Schenectady uh, Daily Gazette recently because they they reviewed the Clifton Park mm-hmm. location when it opened up. And the prices, at least, I mean, this was a couple of years ago at this point, but like the prices looked reasonable. It was like a burger for two ninety five, onion ring, small order, like $3. And you're like, oh, wow, like that's cheap food. But this is clam roll six seventy five, And somebody who just came back from Cape Cod where the fish are literally right there. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. That's pretty cheap. Why can't you get calamari? Scalpel? Yeah. What else is on the menu? Like give us like some highlights. We got fish fry and clam roll, fish taco, and then a scallop roll. Do you have a description on the fish taco? Because, I mean, if it's just like a small portion of their fish fry and a tortilla with like lettuce, like. I think it is because it is three ninety five. <laughs> I like a fish taco. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if you're going to have a fish taco, like you need something interesting, some guacamole or, or, you know, at least like sliced avocado, maybe a corn salsa, right? Fried fish places, they, they don't, they're not into flavor. Yeah, they're just like, we have brown stuff and white stuff and we put them in the mm-hmm. plate and you eat them <laughs> but mostly white stuff um hot dog hot dog mini hot dog hamburger cheeseburger deluxe burger chipped steak sandwich cheese any, any further description on that chipped steak sandwich absolutely not we have grilled chicken sandwich and something called munchers oh no we don't know what <laughs> much like we have a bunch of like fried morsels at the bottom of our fryer at the end of the day and we throw them so. in like a in like a paper boat with like you know that that checkered uh wax paper oh yeah just like the you call it munchers let's call it munchers they also have uh all the dinners chicken tendies dinner is 11.90 is it really chicken tendies no it's just okay uh fried fish dinner is 13.90 big ted seafood combo is 19.95 one pound of fish this menu is in like the font from the show Cops. <laughs> One pound of fish, you can just be like, I need like raw fish. Like we got it. I don't know how this flesh meat is served, but it's fifteen forty five a pound. Sweet potato. It's probably fries. fried, right? They're not giving you raw fish. It's not. It's not. It's not a fish market. How much is like? A, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't know. You could get the sweet potato fries. Those sound delicious. Onion rings, garden salad, boring. Milkshakes. Milkshakes. Chipsticks. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. <laughs> Didn't even mention that. <laughs> Let us make no descriptions of anything. I don't know what the chipsteak is. Alright, well, good to know. Soup. Who wants soup? Homemade soup. I think they have clam chowder actually, based on the review I read. Ted's dinner special, eighteen ninety five. Fried fish pieces, coleslaw, onion rings, soup. And medium drink. Nothing green at all. Like, that is, everything on that plate is the same color, guaranteed. It's uh, the fish fry and the onion rings are in the same batter. Coleslaw, white. Soup, probably white. Ah, love it. Well, listen, I mean, it has its place. Like, you're not supposed to eat there every day. You're really only supposed to eat there once a week. Mm -hmm. Fridays. Jesus Um, said it's okay. All right, so we know that they had this jingle out for the 50th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Maybe before, maybe after, we're not sure. But what we do know is that in 2021, which was just two years ago, mm-hmm. they put out another jingle, and their tagline was, Because Life Should Taste Good. Are you familiar with this updated jingle? No, this is all new to me, all this Ted stuff. I'm just, I'm learning. I'm like a newborn baby. All right, so you and I are going to hear it uh, on from my phone. It's definitely somebody who was holding their phone up to the television and recording it. Okay. So the so the quality's not great. I vow to you, the listeners, that I will reach out to Ted's Fish Fry corporate and try to get a clean recording of this so when I put it into the final version of this podcast, you're going to be hearing a clean version. So just know that Caitlin and I are definitely hearing a very terrible mm-hmm. quality version of this jingle, but you are going to hear the good stuff. So if you pick up on details that we miss... Let us know at welcome to the jingle pod mm-hmm. at gmail dot com. Um, it it's a short one. I think it's a thirty second spot. It is indeed. So this one is titled on YouTube. If you're going to look it up, um, Ted's Fish Fry Commercial 2021. 
1,000 views. Here we go. on Western Avenue in Albany. For more information, visit tedsfishfry.com. Have it, Ted's fish fry, cause life should taste this good. A little bit of modulation. Yep, there was a key change in this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, not the not a complete jingle, not as complete as the original, right? It, it kind of sings the chorus right to the donut, where they're like, "Hey, we opened a new location in mm-hmm. Western Avenue, Albany. Go to our website for more information." And then Ted's fish fry, life should taste this good. Also, a little a little tuneless. Yeah. I just heard it. Could I sing anything more than "Love Should Taste This Good"? Yeah, there's a little. Are you familiar with Morrissey, the singer? I know of, but I don't. I, I couldn't I tell can you anything. I can almost hear he like a Morrissey "Love Fish Fry." Anybody knows? Imagine Morrissey singing this fish fry song. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could also just listen to what what we just played you. And again, promise mm-hmm. it was a clean recording. Wasn't that clean? Kudos to me for obtaining the good version of that that you at home have heard. Wow. Um, yeah, so interesting that they brought back the jingle at a time when not a lot of advertisers are using proper jingles. Mm-hmm. Now, we're missing a verse, I would say. It's almost like chorus, donut, chorus. But those kind of bookends made me think, like, okay, I'm calling this a jingle still. Um I don't know. What did he even say? What did he say? He showed a picture of a hamburger. It's hard to hear. Uh, And I'm going to play it again uh, just just so we can get a little more exposure to something that we've only heard once. So bring your family to Ted's Fish Fry. Mm -hmm. Because life should taste this good. Donut, donut, donut. Because life should taste this good. Okay. I also like that. Like somebody is like, mm-hmm. like Phil Collins is going nuts on the drums. So fresh and satisfying. That's the way we make it. I want him to say like something about should. Yeah, no, I, like good. And he, mm-hmm. there's a missed rhyme there. Yeah, that's that's rough. It's not very melodic. It's like Ted's fish fry. You're like, give me a vocal lick there or it's something. It's really, really fresh. That's the way that we make it. Yeah, that's a tough one. The original one is fun and campy, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I like you. It, it's grown on me a little bit more now that I've heard it a little bit. But um, in fact, I I like it more than uh than this one. Yeah, maybe. it is. This one. Missed the mark, we'll say. The the updated version. Both of them like want you to bring a date to Ted's Fish Fry. Yeah, that's true. This says And this is fresh and satisfying. That's, that's the, the way, way we that make we it. make it. No mention of going to Boston Pier. Why don't why don't they push that? Like that I think that's a, that's a major selling point. Mm-hmm. It should be like six AM every Sunday. Get in the van. Got mm-hmm. the cooler red day. We need a like, Genesee beer version of. Yeah. You work hard. Your fish should work harder. It used to be live this morning, and now it's dead because we got it. <laughs> and then we gutted it. We gutted it and cleaned it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, thank God they did those two things before they deep fried it. We cooked it too. Like, oh, good mm-hmm. God. I was actually. Totally a little, dead. We promised. I was a little worried that you were going to just give it to me like flopping. By the the pound. (laughs) We actually kept it alive for most of the trip. We were spraying it with the spray bottle. It looks sad. (laughs) Oh, no. Jeez. Come on, Ted. Uh, No, the Deeb family, um, you know, they've done a lot for our area in terms of the economy, and and they're still running the show, so good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Bad for the fish. Good for the Deebs. You, you. you disagree. Will you please thank the Deebs pu- thank publicly? Thank you, Deebs, for <laughs> all the the good work you've done in the fish fry arena and for supporting our local fish-eating Catholics. 
Catholics. Yes, the Catholics would go very hungry without you. Because, again, they're, they're not going to eat that salad that you put on the menu for, like, $1.95. <laughs> no, we're here for the, the fish fry and probably the fish fry mostly. Question. Has anybody ever had a munchers, an order of munchers at... What is, what is a muncher? What is muncher? What is muncher? <laughs> muncher is fish. Muncher is flesh meat. <laughs> muncher is third thing. Muncher just breading. Catholic eat muncher every day of week or only one day of week? Jesus bless muncher, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's Ted's fish fry for you. So, um, Caitlin, our next episode, it's mm-hmm. coming up soon, folks. We're going to talk about baby animal days. Baby animal days. At Indian Ladder Farms. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to touch on at least one more of their jingles. Um, Pickle Day, is that what it's called? Pickle Day and um, Pickle Fest and Oyster Fest. Yeah, they have they have a few different fests. The, the interesting thing about them is that it's not like, hey, we have an Indian Ladder Farms jingle. It's like they have a different jingle for each of their events or, or several of them, I should say. So uh, so that's going to be interesting. We'll get to hear a few of those. And as we said before, we might get to hear some uh, listener submitted jingles as well. So you're going to get a real smorgasbord of, uh, of jingles to hear the next time we come together, uh, August 19th at Indian Ladder Farms. I bet Mr. Carlton could dig us up a few jingles, the writer who we'll hopefully be talking to about his artistic process. I think that Ritz should probably get in touch with the fine folks of the Deeb family mm-hmm. and see if he can write them a jingle about what munchers are. Yeah, do it on spec. And be very, very specific for us because we are not clear. <laughs> also, chip steak. Very curious. Munchers need to figure out what munchers does. I, <laughs> see, now you're talking about, yes. I think you should leave again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta think about what you... Don't, don't wreck his shirt. Need to figure out what Chunky does. <laughs> <laughs> you had all summer to think of this. <laughs> Um, not to turn this into an I think you should leave podcast, but did you watch season three yet? We did. We watched the whole thing. And then it took just, you like a half hour. <laughs> yeah. Just yesterday. I'm like, oh, can we put on I think you should leave? I'm like we finished it. Oh, you got to. I'm on oh like my, my third or fourth run through of season three, because oh as with all I think you should leave, which is a Netflix show. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, short episodes, very digestible. And the more you play them, the, the more you appreciate them. So uh, favorites have been. The pay it forward order. <laughs> 50 tacos, 50 burgers, 50 meats, 50 french fries, 50 meatballs. Just going on. And then also the uh, the weird pig monster. <laughs> yes. Like for 35 seconds, I thought that monsters lived among us or whatever he says. Um, yeah, that show is just brilliant. My mm-hmm. wife hates it. Um, I'm glad that, that you and your spouse can enjoy it together. We, we very much like it. We also like when, uh, what's his name? Tim Robinson? Tim, no, the uh, his friend who was on Detroiters. Oh, Sam... Richardson. Richardson, yeah. When Sam Richardson appears as well, we also... Now, like, did you see... Like this see has a local tie-in. Uh, so there's the part, the the skit where um, Sam Robin, Sam Richardson um, says like, hey, I created like Pacific uh, Proposal Park, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where like people yeah. come to propose and he made the softest grass. Mm-hmm. Um, he says like, he starts complaining that professional wrestlers or amateur wrestlers are using it to practice their body slams mm-hmm. because, you know, the grass is so soft and he's lamenting that because he created this so people could come and propose and have their dream proposals. And he starts talking about how he wishes like somebody would like find and kill these wrestlers mm-hmm. and he puts their addresses up on the screen. Did you freeze frame that? No. Saratoga Springs, New York. Both of the wrestlers live in Saratoga Springs, New York, which is local to us. Um, so my theory is that the park is in Saratoga Springs. Like the skit takes place locally. Oh, do you think so? It's in like a. Why would these wrestlers not live in that town and yet come to that town? It's in that main park in Saratoga. Well, I mean, like the I, Springs Park. It just so happens that the writers of this skit mm-hmm. said we need to put their home address on the screen, you know, because he says, "I hope somebody finds and kills them." But they both live in Saratoga. In on the freeze if you freeze it you can see their address so that leads me to believe it's local to our area so i geek out when like the capital region shows up in media you know in in like tv shows and stuff like it somebody mentions schenectady like fozzie bear mentions schenectady on the muppet show i get in like 1981 or whenever that episode aired and i'm like oh that's pretty cool one of they know where we live kind (laughs) of one of my favorite shows succession 
the characters were talking about like going to Albany and I'm like, <laughs> I live there. Did they say it right? Did they say Albany or Albany? They definitely said it right. Oh, good. So some, some writer was like, no, 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 guys, come on. I hate Albany. There's even shots of ostensibly a character at sort of like the concourse area. Oh. <laughs> Nobody said Albany. <laughs> Somebody like, like there's a whole like scenes written around like having to go get chip steak at uh, a chip steak sandwich at Ted's Fish Fry. Boy, I'm hungry on Friday. It's like, oh, it's a Friday. Should we get the chip steak? No, no, it's a Friday. We got to get the, the fish fry or the or the munchers. Maybe we're That's... not sure. We're gonna have to go ask some questions. Somebody give me some munchers. Are the munchers good to go? I don't know. We have to go to Ted's. Like this, is like a weird little side like adventure for those characters that I. It's got to be like pieces of fish that fell down, like in the bucket. And they chip them out. Yeah, think like, about the ingredient list there. Like they have a they have a pretty diverse. I'm really hung up on this. Only steak chips. What's a muncher? It doesn't say. What's a muncher? Fred's Ted's Ted's fish fry munchers. Munch. Image search. <laughs> Somebody's got to take a bite and show me the inside. <laughs> and like give us your full review. Like this. Like we're sure it's like a meat. We animal of origin undetermined. You can fit it in your mouth. What if it's something really like. Not interesting. Like, it's just the tips of French fries that, like, got a little too crispy. They're like, yeah, we call them munchers. We cut them in half. Yeah, we, we cut those down for you. We deep fry them a little more, and that's that. We got short fries. Short fries and long fries, too. It's a mini, mini, a teeny, teeny, weenie. Yes. Um, well, that's it for us. Tune in next time when we uh, are live at Indian Ladder Farms, or better yet, come join us. We would love to see you. We'd love to meet you. Um, as previously mentioned, Caitlin will accept the back of a hand lightly caressing mm-hmm. the, did you say the table or was your cheek acceptable? I can't remember. You can touch my cheek. You can touch the back of my shoulder if you want to hear the vibrations of my words. Yes. Um, and you can bring me food. And bring her food. I mean, they're going to have plenty of food at Indian mm-hmm. Ladder Farms. But you can bring it to me. But yes, yeah, that's true because we're going to be stuck behind the table. I prefer it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Wouldn't it be awesome if like, people like brought us offerings like we were like disciples or something? We'll put you on the show if you bring us food. I'm you don't, yeah, you don't right even now. need to have a jingle. Like if you just show up and there's just like a basket of, uh, of sweet potato fries or munchers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, oh, well, then come sit with us and we'll, we'll tell you about the future because we're prophets. Mm-hmm. Um, really looking forward to that. So, well, Caitlin, great to be back. Uh-huh. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Don Ferlazzo. And I'm Galen Gay. And this has been... Welcome to the Jingle. jingle. Bye-bye. Bye. Baby pig, baby person, Indian ladder farm, full-grown donkey, baby animal game.